welcome back to another episode of the LCR Media Podcast, where we get to know the pros. I'm your host, LCR Naylor Taliaferro. And on today's episode, IBG episode to be official, I just wanted to recap, um, as you probably already heard or, you know, read, I should say, on the episode description, just wanted to kind of give you guys an update of the, the, the fate of the podcast summit. So... As you guys know, or may not know, actually, um, some of you that know, you know, but it, it, it there's a lot of work involved in planning events, putting together events, and and and, and all that fun stuff. I, I truly do enjoy all of the events that that I put together, I and mean, that, that that's the reason why I do it. You know, I'm not doing it to for any other reason other than to continue networking and creating networking events with a community of brothers and sisters that I truly love you know i i've said this before in in different um different places or whatever you know you guys really are a family to me you're my extended family you know i grew up an only child i didn't really have much family so i was always and or very many friends just for various reasons i mean i had a, a few best friends all the time you know that cycled through over the years but i was never one of those people that was just surrounded by a ton of friends or you know was like the star athlete that always had a ton of friends or or whatever the scenario could possibly be, you know, I, I usually was just trying to do my thing, you know, the, you know, come home and take care of what I had to take care of to help out around the house while my, you know, my mother was working like her second or third shift or whatever to try and help make uh, ends meet, you know, while my father was not, you know, part of the situation. And, you know, we all had to, the two of us had to do what we had to do to help each other survive through it. So I, I didn't even really have time for friends and all this kind of stuff. I, I, I had a lot of responsibilities early on in my life. You know, I kind of grew up probably a lot faster than, than, than I should have, or than a lot of kids do, but it is what it is. You know, it it made me who I am today and probably, you know, contributed to some of the, you know, characteristics that I have and, you know, things that have put me, it made me, uh, uh, be in a leadership role and, and, um, different scenarios like that. And so it it is what it is, but I, I, I have always longed, like I said before, you know, for family, friends, you know, more than the small amount that I've ever had throughout my whole life. So that's part of it as well. You know, it's just something, the energy there and the learning and the growing, and it's just, it's just something that you have to experience, right? You can't just explain it. You have to experience it to, to feel it. So, I mean, even though it is difficult to, or challenging, I guess, to, to put together events, you know, I, I do a, a lot of you, um, ask, ask for, ask me if I need help and, and, and volunteer to help and all kinds of wonderful things like that. I'm super appreciative and thank you to everyone listening that has ever helped or wanted to help me, um, do, uh, you know, did different events. It is truly, truly appreciated. Um, and I, I never want to take it for granted at all. So that's definitely been helpful, but at the end of the day, it is a lot of time and, um, you know, whatever brain power, things like that to coordinate, organize, you know, contact brands, all, all this stuff. It is, it's definitely a, a lot of work, but I do enjoy doing most of it. And, you know, as much as, you know, a, a crazy part of me says, you know, I could probably just, you know, just do tons of events, you know, like, Oh, I, I, you know, like something crazy, you know, I mean, some of you probably think that, 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 that might sound crazy <laughs> to, to just do, you know, some people just do like one event or two events or something. And I'm over here. I, I don't even know what I'm up to, like four or five events. I think that, that I've currently, I guess, actively in the last year or so that, that I've done or, or, um, 
yeah, that I've done. And, you know, it, it's, it's not to say that I couldn't do or wouldn't do more. I just kind of feel like I probably shouldn't do more. I, I, you know, my goal has never been, has been to do like, you know, 12 different events or something like, you know, like I said, as crazy as it might sound to some people that kind of sounds a little exciting to me, but at the same time, you know, I have to understand that there, everyone has limits and, um, you know, I have to obviously focus on my health, you know, my family and, and my time and not just be consumed with doing a, you know, a gazillion events, you know, as much as I enjoy it, I, I just need to really kind of refine myself and, and, um, or, or reflect and, and find out what, what are the best things that I want to do? Like, what are the most impactful things that I want to do? And you know, I just want to back up a second and, and also say that, you know, I, I've, I've not, I've never been particularly skilled or talented at anything in my life uh, other than maybe networking, I guess. Um, but, you know, ultimately it's just, I work hard, you know, uh, you know, Will Smith used to say that I've heard him say this in the past, you know, um, and this is true to me, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm not smarter than everyone. I'm not particularly skilled or more talented than anyone. I just work harder than most, you know, like while, while everyone else is sleeping, I'm working. Literally, while everyone else is eating, I'm working. Literally, I'm notorious for skipping meals and not sleeping. It's not good for my health, but it's gotten me to where I am today as far as what you might want to say accomplishments or events or whatever, you know, whatever you might think and wonder how I was able to achieve what I've achieved for anything that you think it was an achievement. Um, it's, it's that it's me staying up late, waking up early and just getting after it, you know, skipping meals because I'm so not, not like intentionally just because I'm so busy working. I'm like, I look at the time, like, Oh my gosh, you know, like lunchtime was like two hours ago or I haven't eaten in like seven hours. Like, Oh man, I need to eat something or like, I'll, I'll actually start to feel hungry finally. Cause my body gets to that point where it's like, Hey, we need some sustenance here. You know, like you might be plugging away on a computer, you know, editing this or doing that or planning this or whatever, but like eventually, you know, or recording podcasts, whatever, but we eventually we need to eat something, you know, and uh, that's more, that's more clear for me when I'm out there, you know, in the field mowing lawns, whether I'm, you know, creating content and mowing lawns or just flat out mowing lawns or whatever other kind of lawn care work that I might be doing, trim bushes, doing mulch, all that stuff is more physically taxing. So that, I definitely, you know, am more conscious of eating during those time frames. but it's like when I'm, when I'm here in the studio or the home office or whatever, and I'm working on stuff on the computer, planning the next event or editing different types of content or planning different types of content, having, you know, getting on conference calls with different people for different reasons, brands, whatever, podcasting, you know, zoom calls, all this kind of, you know, IBG episode recordings, all that stuff, like time just flies by and I'm just working, 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 you know, and, and, um, I just have to be more, more mindful of that. So, so, you know, going back to, you know, we're uh, having like, you know, uh, too many, I guess, you know, or a dozen different events, you know, I got to be mindful of that kind of stuff, you know, and, and, uh, um, I have to make sure that I'm, I have the right intentions in mind and, and so on and so forth. I mean, even, even, uh, Jonathan Batoshnik, the lawn care millionaire who, um, just spoke at the LCR summit a couple weeks back, you know, he, he actually said on Paul James in the green Street podcast, uh, episode recently, you know, he said that he, um, he, he is notorious for, for, for working late, you know, staying up late to get work done and then, 
um, sleeping in, you know, later, unless he had a meeting or something to go to, which was kind of similar to me as well. So, you know, I, I can relate to that. I mean, he's, he's super successful. I'm not saying I'm not comparing my success, but, um, that, that just seems to be a model for people that want to be super successful to just, you know, like, like work all the time and sacrifice certain things, you know, like, but I remember, but he, he even said like, you know, he would, um, he, he was kind of able to, to, to feel like, you know, the, the good dad and was able to participate in, you know, family activities and then everyone would go to bed and then he would get back to work, you know, and that's exactly what I would do. But it gets exhausting. It definitely wears you down and, you know, you have to be more mindful. And then he said, you know, that obviously that's not the healthiest thing and he's trying to get better at that and, and all that stuff. And and, and in this point in his life, he probably has more, more flexibility to do that as well. Cause he put in all that hard work and achieved so many things, sold his service autopilot business for hundreds of millions of dollars and all these things. So, you know, I'm nowhere near that situation, but I don't necessarily need to get to that situation to realize that that's probably not the most healthy way of living. So with all that being said, just probably a lot of extra fluff and backstory there. But so for, you know, um, well, I guess just to break down the different events that, that, that I've done, right. Uh, it all started with the rally that the YouTube rally at equip, or at the time it was GIE, you know, the first time I went to that, it was just, uh, I don't know, maybe 50 people or something that went there. And it was, it was amazing, amazing feeling, met a lot of people that knew who I was just from watching my YouTube videos early on. And it was a really unique experience hearing everyone's stories and being, you know, people thanking me for putting out that content to kind of help them get through their tough times or their transition to get out of corporate America or their nine to five job into their lawn and landscape business like I had done. And just, just a lot of brotherhood and a lot of like-minded. And again, like I said, it's hard to explain. You have to experience it. And that was the first time I'd ever experienced it. And I was hooked. So from then on one, I, I always went to the GIE now equip every year. And two, I always, you know, went to the, the, the rally, the YouTube rally before it was even called that it was just a meetup at the pizza place down the road, you know? And then, you know, like, like I've said many times before, but if you haven't heard it, you know, I, I got more involved in it and the planning and kind of taking on the leadership role of it. And it's kind of, you know, evolved to where it is now where it's, you know, 600 people strong attended pretty much every year. We've been in multiple locations over the years. Last year was the first time at the Yum Center, um, and, and you know, where they had all the, all the concerts and everything. We were upstairs in the big, the big, you know, VIP room. We had a great time there. We're probably looking like we're going to run it back there again this year. Um, and you know, might, might make some tweaks here and there. Definitely appreciate everyone's feedback, um, that's willing to provide it. And, um, you know, I want to make it the best experience for everyone, but of course I, I can't, um, satisfy everyone, you know, that you have to go with the majority. It's, it's impossible to, to make everyone happy. You know, there's, there's going to be so many different opinions and contradictory things. You just have to, you know, when you get in this kind of position, you, you, you will, you will know if you don't already, you know, you, you have to go with the majorities. You, you, you cannot stress out about trying to make every single person, every, all 600 people, you know, happy, like with every, like, that's just, that's just, that's impossible. You know, like you just want everyone to generally have as good a time as possible. The majority of the people, as many people as possible is my goal. Right. But I have to accept I'm not going to be able to satisfy everyone's needs. Someone's going to be upset about, you know, food running out early, or they just really weren't happy with all the food selections or, too many tables or not enough tables, literally two different people said the same thing. Um, you know, uh, this, I like this vibe better, or I like the other vibe better, you know, like there's just so many different scenarios. Um, it is what it is. So, 
you just you just have to do the best you can and, and keep it moving. But so that that was kind of that that was and is like you know my main jam. You know the main the main event that I've always always looked forward to planning and participating in every year. You know it is definitely stressful at times, especially when we change venues for better or for worse and things like that. Um, but you know it, it's something I definitely enjoy and I look forward to going to Equip just in general because it's it's a huge networking. It's it's just a whole a whole week almost of networking. So instead of just one particular event, it's just people everywhere, events everywhere. It's a good time. You can bump into people downtown on 4th Street. You can bump into people, obviously, all throughout the expo. You can bump into people at various spinoff events outside of Equip, like the rally, as well as events within uh, Equip, like the morning show is the other main event that I have at Equip. And that that I'm not going to go into that whole backstory. I've talked about that before, but that started in 2019 and has evolved to what it is today. Um, the main event, Thursday morning, downstairs in the main main keynote speaker ballroom, multiple, multiple rooms really all combined, all the walls removed just to try and fit us all in there. And it's still always standing room only, no matter how much room we expand into and add another 150 chairs, it's always standing room only double row standing room only wall to wall to wall. So I appreciate you guys for, for, for coming and supporting the morning show every, um, every year. And, you know, we, I always try to make it you know, as valuable as possible, if not, dare I say better, <laughs> if possible, than the previous year, every year, you know, I try to make sure we always have good guests, you know, myself, Caleb and Paul Jameson are always going to bring, bring the quality as best as we can on our end as hosts and everything. And Equip uh, does their part at really putting together a highly, prof- a high professional quality um, show and format and experience, you know, with the stage and the furniture and the screens and the lights and the cameras and the the music and the, the whole vibe and ambiance, the food and your know, snacks, I should say breakfast, you know, donuts, coffee, bagels, like just the whole thing is just really first class and, and, and really high level. So I really enjoy the morning show as well. So those are kind of like my two things. Equip is kind of like my main place, right? Cause I just do some to do a lot of things there in general, you know, we go to Toro, you know, booth meetups and, all kinds of fun stuff. It's it's just it's just a great time to learn and network, meet so many people, check out equipment, of course, obviously, make content whenever we can squeeze that in. But that is what takes me to the point of this uh, episode and getting back to the podcast summit is when we all started podcasting. Of course, um, more the morning show wasn't podcasting at first. It was influencer live, and it was a live panel of of you know a bunch of us up there on stage, you know, um, asking each other like I was the host asking questions, and then the audience could ask questions. So that format still pretty much stayed the same as far as the audience being able to ask questions. But as more of us, you know, at the time when influencer live started in 2019, it was just uh, um, it, it was nobody. <laughs> Paul Jameson, I think, had just started his podcast in 2019, but it was very, um, as he would say, inconsistent. Um, it wasn't, you know, the daily show that it is now, and it was nowhere near the size it is now, like hardly anyone even knew, knew about it yet. So he, he, you know, he was an up and comer at that point, surprisingly enough, knowing Paul now, but back in 2019, he was just kind of starting out on that. Um, you know, Brian didn't have a podcast yet. I obviously didn't have one. Caleb didn't have one. Um, everybody else that, you know, didn't have a podcast yet, except for Julio Tomei and the long care business success. And there might've been a couple of that I might be missing out, but for the most part, there was only, you know, less than a handful of legitimate, consistent lawn and landscape, maybe even hardscape, like how to hardscape with Mike Plett's, you know, podcasts that were 
around at that time. It wasn't until after 2019 that we all started kind of seeing the the potential, the benefits of creating content on podcasting. Paul blew up, obviously, and 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 has been and continues to be the biggest podcast in our in our space in our industry, and uh, inspires all of us to keep being better and and doing great things. He had a great great talk at the LCR summit this past few weeks. Um, it, it was amazing. The performance that he put on the presentation that, that he put on there with Mr. Producer, it was world-class for sure. He needs to be a professional speaker. We were like, dang, Paul, you did a really good job. You should be doing this like more, more regularly. So he'll be proud. He'll most likely be back at the next LCR summit. So stay tuned for, for that upcoming exciting news when and where the next one's going to be. I'm pretty sure it's going to be sooner than you think and at a place that you did not expect. So uh, just teasing you there with that. So be on the lookout for that news as it gets released. Toro's brand new battery powered Revolution Series products are changing the lawn care industry. With all day runtime from the innovative Hypercell battery system, you can expect to power through your entire day every day. Head to revolution.toro.com to see how Toro is transforming the game with the latest equipment innovations. Or click the link tree in the episode description to get you there fast. At any rate, when podcasting did become, you know, the, the rest of us or a lot of people just started, you know, making podcasts like myself, Caleb, so on and so forth. Brian, obviously, I think he was he was definitely before us. He was like right after Paul. We all started making podcasting podcasts, and that became more of the type of content that we were creating at all the different events, right? Like it was more than just making Instagram reels or TikToks or legitimate, you know, long form YouTube videos like we had traditionally done for so many years prior to that, it was becoming more about podcasting as the new, um, the new medium, the new, the new way of form of creating content. And it was always in the back burner. Like it was always in behind the scenes. It was always like hotel room, hotel rooms and hotel lobbies and in between here, there and everywhere at all these different events, we would just squeeze it in whenever we could. And, and it was great. You know, we'd get, get a lot of great, you know, interviews, surprise guests, things like that. Like, you know, Oh man, such and such is here. I really want to get them on my podcast. You know, like it was very spontaneous and, 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 and it was still good content, but I always wanted to actually have like a podcasting formatted, you know, um, or an opportunity to podcast, you know, in, in the forefront, you know, instead of it always just being like, squeezing it in somewhere. So that's kind of where I really, uh, where I evolved influencer live to the morning show. We podcast on stage live, still let the audience engage and ask questions and all that good stuff, record it, put it on our podcast after the fact it's, it's been a really fun time and, and really valuable for, for everyone involved, everyone there. And then everyone that gets to listen to it after. So I really enjoy that. But then I also wanted to see what else I could do with podcasting. Like what other kind of events can I have And the podcast summit was the first thing that kind of came to my mind back then it was like, uh, we did one, two, we did two of them. So basically three years ago, cause it would be this, this is usually this time every year that we do it over the winter, like, you know, like end of January, beginning of February, that time frame. So we did two years. So so three years ago, you know, I want, I started the podcast summit and it's a, it's a small, you know, small group. It's myself, Paul, you know, it, it has been Caleb and Brittany Allman and several other podcasters that I could, that could, that could make it. I invited as many podcasters as I, as I knew existed. And, um, from one year to the next, when we, we, the second year we had it at Caleb and Brittany Allman's, um, 
shop in Ohio. And that's, you know, like the, the attendance doubled or actually I think the attendance tripled. And we went from like, maybe like 15 to 20 people for like, we had like 15 people show up the first year in uh, Maryland at Malchimate headquarters and probably a, a, a half a dozen podcasters to double the podcasters and over 40 people attend, you know, uh, go to the, to uh, Caleb and Brittany's shop. So we had a great, the last time we had, it was amazing. I mean, their shop is amazing. It was a great backdrop for everything. A lot of space for us to spread out and set up shop wherever, you know, different rooms and studios and in, in the shop itself to podcast and network. And it, it, it was really fun. It was really a good time for sure. And we got a lot of great content, a lot of great networking. A lot of people came out and realized how many people lived close to uh, Ohio that they could just drive in for that. So a lot more than Maryland, I guess. <laughs> But um, also it was the second year. So, you know, the word had gotten out a little bit more and so on. But so that 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 was great. That was kind of achieved my goal for creating an event that is podcast specific and we can still network and create a lot of great content. So I was always thinking about what else can I do with that? Where can I go with that? How big can I get it? So on and so not necessarily not necessarily my, my goal was necessarily to when I say big, I don't mean in size. I mean, like big in impact, you know, like, you know, like. I had it in different locations. So I wanted to kind of keep traveling, going to different places in the country, maybe in the world. Like wouldn't it have been cool to like go up to Canada and do it like different things like that and, and get different people that maybe couldn't get out or can't get out to, to, to the other ones for various re- logistically or whatever the timing. So just to try and make sure we get enough, enough opportunities for people to, to, to come on the podcast and or podcasts and, and all that. So that was kind of my goal for for the podcast summit the the whole time and um and and what I was trying to evolve it into. While that was happening, um Paul and I discussed an idea of um Radio Row is something that is this uh it's at the Super Bowl every year. There's an event called Radio Row and it's turned into more like a podcasting row. Um you know cuz ra- ra- radio is still a thing but podcasting is kind of like the new radio. There's just so many a lot of radios have become have radio hosts have started podcasts and all, you know everyone's got a podcast now, you know whether you're a celebrity or radio host or whatever a brand, you know everyone's got a podcast now. It's just it's it's really it's it's on another uh, wave, you know uh, um a wave going up of new podcasters. So radio row is where a whole bunch of radio hosts and stations or whatever would set up, you know, like the, the days leading up to the Super Bowl, and they would be interviewing, you know, athletes and celebrities, everybody that comes out for the Super Bowl, you know, obviously talking about the game and, and then talking about other things, you know, celebrities go out there to, you know, hopefully get on a podcast and talk about their new book or their new movie or this or that, or what, you know, promote themselves, you know, and, and that's good content also for the, radio hosts because they get to interview this person or that person, you know, and say that they have this person or that person and hopefully get an influx of additional um, traffic, you know, people listen to their, to their radio station or whatever. So uh, with the increase of podcasting, it's kind of transitioned, like I said, into podcast. So everyone's setting up all their podcasts instead of radio stations doing the exact same thing. So, you know, Paul and I, Paul was like, that would be awesome if we could do something like that, maybe at like Equip, you know, because Equip is like our Super Bowl in a way, you know, for our industry. It's, it's you know, everyone gets, it's like almost a whole week worth of of stuff and people coming in early and just making it almost a whole week there. You know, like let's, let's uh, like what, what, why, you know, that that's a the best place to do it. Um, and, and, and I said, yeah, that'd be awesome. We can call it Pod Row, you know, and it's, you know, um, 
let's let's do it. So anyway, we you know we we tried to flesh out the idea and try to think about it um, before we really brought it to to Equip's um, mind. You know, I was working on the morning show and the podcast summit, and so Pod Row was kind of like something an idea that we had that we didn't really fully execute on yet. And then when Synced Live, which is coming up in the next few weeks here, February fourteenth uh, and fifteenth, we're going to be at Pod Row there. Um, and it's Atlanta, Georgia. So you just check out synced.live.com. Um, if I don't have the link in the episode description, it's synced S Y N K D live.com. It's spelled different to be different because it is a different, uh, conference, a uh, smaller show to bring the design, build and maintain, um, industries all together to be all on one page to be synced, right? Hence the, the word synced. So last year, um, the, the owners of Sync Live reached out to Paul and myself after they saw us at the morning show and wanted to know if there's anything that we could do, any kind of events that we could put on there at Sync Live for them to help, you know, just help create more value for, for their show and, and, and obviously hopefully generate more traffic to the show and get people to come and, and all that stuff. So um, I thought about this is a great opportunity to start Pod Row. So we definitely had some humble beginnings last year, this time a year ago with Pod Row. You know, just had a, a few tables set up. I invited Jeremiah Jennings of the Growing Green podcast. Uh, he's only a couple hours away in Alabama, and I think he was already planning on stopping by anyway. Um, so I'm like, hey, it'd be awesome if you, you know, hung out with us, with Paul and myself, and we can do some podcasting for a couple of days, you know, uh, try and get some meet people and get them on our podcast. and it ended up being amazing for content for sure. Like we met so many interesting people that we would have probably never met at equip. I don't even know if some of those people even go to equip or even know what equip even is. Cause it's, it's such a sync live brings such an interesting mix of very niched space folks. You know, we, we interviewed people from, you know, everyone from like horticulturists that are all about, you know, um, plant soil and, um, lawn soil, uh, you know, to, you know, full horticulture, you know, plants and trees and, and, and designing and greenhouses and nurseries and all that to a landscaper whose company landscapes private islands, you know, and he was on a magazine cover and was telling myself and Paul, and he might've been on Jeremiah's Maya's episode as well. I'm not sure a podcast as well, but he told us all about how he landscaped a private island and, and the, the intricacies of that and how we think we have issues, you know, with um, shortage on supply or delays on supplies or people and all these things. Like just imagine being on an Island and you know, your, your materials have to be shipped over on, on barges and you have to fly your, your employees in on a plane that lands in the water. And cause there's no runway, you know, on this Island, it's not that big of an Island, but you know, like, you know, that your pickup truck is a, is a plane, you know, a water plane and, and, there's no water, there's no drinking water, there's no clear water, you know, so you have to create all these big like silos or whatever to convert, you know, rainwater and ocean water into drinkable water for them to drink and stay hydrated on this hot island, as well as to use to, uh, for concrete, you know, cause they had to put in some roads there and, um, some other infrastructure, obviously. So, I mean, it, it's just a lot of things that you wouldn't even think about logistically. Like, it, it, you know, it sounds like a nightmare to me, but he, he took it in stride. And uh, his name's Malcolm, I forgot his last name off the top of my head, but you can probably look up that episode on, uh, if you go on Spotify on my podcast and type in the search box, Malcolm, it, sh- it should come up because I'm pretty confident I put his name somewhere in the title or something or a description. So that should pop up. But so 
we got a lot of great content, met a lot of great people at Sync Live. I enjoyed Sync Live itself, um, the whole vibe of it all. Um, but that was our, our beginnings, our humble beginnings of Pod Row. And then we moved on to the huge convention in August, and that was the next iteration. And it was amazing. Um, we, you know, we, we did so much. We took a, a lot away from Sync Live, the how we can make it bigger and better for the huge convention. We had a whole section there. Um, you know, we had our, our backdrop posters and tablecloths and, you know, banners, you know, all these things to make it look, you know, really good, you know, and, uh, um, professional. And we also got a lot of great content there as well. So all that being said, I really like how pod row is going. There's some potential for some new venues coming soon. Um, so stay tuned for that as well. Uh, obviously we're coming back to sync live in the next few weeks. So that's, that's, um, that's exciting. You know, we're coming back to where it all started and we're going to be bigger and better. We're going to have a lounge area with furniture, carpet, plants, all this stuff. So people can just hang out while they're waiting to jump on a podcast or just to network and so on while, while we're podcasting. So, so that's going to be cool. That's the first time doing that. So every, every opportunity I try to expand on different ideas and try to evolve, you know, what we have going on. So other than like the morning show, there's not really a whole lot of changes or additions to make. It's just about making sure we have, you know, great guests every time. And we all do our part to, you know, plan and, and execute it as, as, as good as possible so that everyone has, has a valuable, enjoyable time. But when it comes to pod row, we're still kind of building it out every chance we get to make it better and better to kind of get to the, 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 the peak point of where we want it, you know, to be and, and look like and sound and all that. So therein lies the back to the podcast summit. So where does that leave the podcast summit? Well, I also finally put together the LCR summit and we just had that back in January. It was amazing in Atlanta. Got a lot of great feedback. Um, Already planning the next one. Can't wait to let the news out for that, uh, for the next one and all that, like I um, teased earlier in this episode, but that's something I've been wanting to work that I've been working on for years behind the scenes in my head and telling a few people like Paul. Mother's Day is almost here and you can get her the most beautiful time tested gift around a watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics or tried and true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site wide during movement's Mother's Day sale at mvmt.com again that's up to 50 percent off at mvmt.com jameson and, and john pajak and some other people close to me in my peer group but finally executing it this past january and i'm like okay now i've got a bunch of events now so let's count them there's the morning show the rally um pod row podcast summit and now the lcr summit so that's five so five five events i'm like okay Five's a great number and all, but podcast summit, LCR summit, pod row, there's kind of like starting to feel like a little bit of overlap if I'm being, if I'm being honest and I'm sure people, other people have thought the same thing and just, you know, we're kind enough not to say anything or whatever. They just didn't want to say anything, but too many summits, too many podcasting. I mean, there's not really too many of anything probably, but in my opinion, for one person, for me to be involved in too many similar things, um, it's probably not the best idea. You know, like I want to really have everything be unique in, in, in and of itself. So therein lies the uh, um, 
the challenge. You know, like I have Pod Row and I have the Podcast Summit, and then I have the LCR Summit. So, two uses of the word summit intentionally. Two words, two uses of of the word podcast in some form or fashion. So it's like, okay, what you know, what what are we going to do here? Well, what really ended up happening last year when I was at Sync Live. Before we we started doing Podro Sync Live, we um, Paul and myself stopped by the venue, the Creators Clubhouse that we had the LCR Summit at uh, a few weeks back here in January. Um, we I met the owner David Chans, who's a, a YouTuber and podcaster as well, not in the green industry, but just like you know, like the in the world, right? You know, the 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 greater. Um, community or whatever you know like he, he knows all all the, the big youtubers and podcasters and all that um he's made over a million dollars on his podcast this past year from all the different ways he monetizes it so a lot he's 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 big he's a, a real deal big time so we met him which is pretty cool it's kind of like meeting a celebrity you know in, in in some regard um as well as touring the facility and, you know, wanting to plan out the LCR summit there and how that would look and everything else. And it was amazing. But in that, in that meeting, in that process, um, I think he had, he had, at, we were just talking about different things and like, you know, events and all that. And I said something about the podcast summit. I think I had initially thought about having the podcast summit at the creators clubhouse because of just the way it's laid out and all the different studio space. And he was like, wait, what? You have a podcast summit? And, and, and it was really awkward conversation. Jeremiah was there too, actually. So it was me, Jeremiah and Paul's, you know, we were all coming in town for sync live, but we decided to stop at this, at the creators clubhouse first, before we headed over to, to the, um, the convention center where sync live was and, and, uh, check that out. We were checking out the creators clubhouse. So yeah, apparently, um, David had just gotten the, uh, the trademark for the podcast summit bought the domains, has, has a website, has his own event, the podcast summit. Uh, it hadn't happened yet, I guess. Uh, it was it was going to be happening whenever, either later that winter or sometime in the spring or something. But he had already contacted his lawyer. And as soon as he came up with the idea and the name, the podcast summit, he immediately you know contacted his lawyer, got the, the, the trademark on it, bought the domain, all that stuff so that he could start building that out. And here I am, you know, talking about the podcast summit. Now, technically, technically, if we want to get technical, I have been using the name podcast summit, as you know, or may not know if this is your first time listening or you you just didn't, don't, don't know about the podcast summit. I just said earlier in this episode that I've been doing the podcast summit. This would be the third year. So it's been three years ago, this time, you know, winter, January, February, that I had the podcast summit that I used the mark podcast summit um, all over, right. All over, um, social media, you know, Instagram, wherever else I I used it, you know, um, the, the name podcast summit basically is synonymous to me and, and everything that I use it. So technically according to the, you know, the, the government or the law and all that for trademark, technically I own that trademark without owning it, but I didn't go through the process of trademarking it. He did. So I think technically, if I if I wanted to like, you know, and David and I are all friends and this is all funny, but um, we've got to know each other even more since then. You know, I just had the LCR Summit at his event, like like I said, and, and then we also went to, um, as you heard in the previous episode, uh, one of the previous episodes, I went to 
Paul and I went to PodFest because David invited us and got us free tickets and gave me a code for anyone else to get free tickets and things like that and introduced me to a lot of people there um, in that realm. But uh, technically, I could take David to court and uh, I could probably win the rights for the podcast summit and, you know, all that. Because even though I didn't um, go through the process of trademarking it and, you know, putting an application and all that and filing all these things, I ha- well, technically I used it first. So it's, it's mine. So really the, the, the way it goes is when you use, when you use a name for the first time that no one, whoever uses something for the first time, pod row podcast summit, whatever you want to come up with the first time you use it out in the, in, in public somewhere, whether it's printed in a magazine, you say, like you said it and it's your quote on in a magazine or it, it you know, it's, it's, in a magazine somewhere as the title or social media, whatever, anywhere and anywhere that it's the use of that word is somewhere that can be proven. Like if it was just said, that's one thing. If I just talked about it, you know, somewhere and it wasn't, and there's no way to prove it, there's no you know record of it anywhere, like on print or, or audio recording or whatever, then there's, then, then that doesn't matter. But as long as you say it or print it, you know, record it somewhere, and you can prove, look, back in 2019 or 2020 or whatever it was, 2021, back in 2021, I had my podcast summit, you know, and in, in uh, uh, Maryland, you know, Baltimore, Maryland at Mulchmy. Like, look at all this stuff here. I mean, there's that literally um, Instagram posts that say podcast summit. But, you know, I didn't really know all that at the time, you know, when 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 David and uh, and we all had this awkward conversation. So I was like, ooh. Already, well, I, I guess um, I guess we're gonna have to come up with a new name for the podcast summit, huh? And it, it was really awkward, and we all laughed it off. But it was a lesson learned because you know I since then have learned a lot, and I've uh, trademarked Pod Row um, and and own the domain, so that's all good for that. So that's not gonna happen to me again for Pod Row, but for many reasons. And and you know, um, David has had the podcast summit, I think, a couple of times or at least once since then. And it, it's, it's a phenomenal event. Um, I think the next one's coming up sometime over the summer, I believe. Um, I might attend that one. We'll see. So nowhere do I want to, I, I, I don't want to, you know, like his podcast summit is like leaps and bounds beyond. It's a different idea and concept of, of mine. Like his podcast summit is similar to my LCR summit but it's only focused on podcasting where the LCR summit is a mix of business and content over the course of two days. Uh, you can learn about podcasting and YouTube and social media, and you're increasing your online digital presence for your business. Or if you want to be a content creator and all that, in addition to learning the nuts and bolts to your business, you know, marketing sales, knowing your numbers, team building company culture, all the great stuff that we talked about, you know, at the, at the last LCR summit in, uh, in Atlanta, um, so that's a totally, totally, totally different vibe. The podcast, my podcast summit was just all of us getting together and podcasting and networking and having a good time. And that's all cool. Well, we can, we can do that at pod row. So I'm not going to stress out about it. So ultimately because of, you know, not knowing why I didn't know until I know, uh, about the podcast summit and already, and then creating the LCR summit. So I don't want to have two summits and confuse people and pod row some two podcast events i decided to absorb i think feel like it's the best decision to absorb the podcast summit into the lcr summit and pod row you know mainly pod row so pod row is where we can do all that kind of podcasting at the various events it gives multiple locations and opportunities times throughout the year 
for us to get together and podcast and, and collaborate and network and, and, and meet, meet new people. So, um, instead of it just being like a one-time place, whether I move it different places every year or not, it's still once a year and you know, all that. So I feel like this is a win-win all the way around because it gives more opportunities for us to get together as well as it's, it's one less thing for me to have to, um, coordinate. So now instead of five events, I've got four. So that was all kind of like a long history there, you know, 40 minute history to go through all that, just to kind of get to the punchline of the, um, the fate of the podcast summit. But that's the whole backstory there and why we're not going to be, uh, doing that going forward. So this is kind of my public announcement by saying, you know, the podcast summit is being absorbed into other things there. We won't have a podcast summit this year, but we are going to have pod row at sync live in Atlanta. And we're going to be, um, you know, having more podcasts or more pod rows coming up as well, uh, in the future. It's, it's something that we're going to do multiple times a year as you know, and, and, and that might continue, you know, like I wanted there to be at least three different times that we did it minimum, you know, it could be more, it could be four or five. We'll, we'll see how that goes, but at least, you know, an average of three per year, I think is good. Different locations, different times of the year, a lot of good content, a lot of great, uh, podcasting and just focusing on, on, on this type of content that we are all enjoying doing, creating, as well as consuming, listening to while we're driving or, you know, doing our, our work. So that's my goal. That's my focus. Um, right now, like I said, pot, the pot, pod row at sync lives coming up. Then I'm going to be speaking about route density at Jason Creel's lawn care life conference in Alabama towards the end of February. Um, and so you could just look up lawn care life conference. If that link isn't in my episode description as well, you could just look up lawn care life conference and, um, you can get all the details there. A whole bunch of folks will be there speaking. Paul Jameson will be there. Obviously Jason Creel will be there. A lot of folks I'll be there. So that's my next stop after Sync Live um, at Pod Row. I'm sure I might do some podcasting at uh, Jason Creel's event, but it won't be Pod Row. It'll just kind of be back to the traditional, you know, hotel lobby or something like that, potentially. Or I might just relax and just enjoy, you know, the conversations. You know, obviously I have my, you know, my presentation and all that and just kind of just, just relax and not worry about getting too much content or any content maybe in that in that regard. Um, and then we'll see where we go from there. We'll see what the next step is for, for pod row and over the summer. We might go back to the huge convention that hasn't been confirmed yet. We'll see. Um, but I'm also focusing on the LCR summit, the next one that's coming up again, stay tuned for details on that. That's what I'm planning right now. I'm, I'm still finishing up, you know, the, the LCR summit that we just had in Atlanta, wrapping that up, getting the replays ready. So those can go out for you guys. Um, at the same time, trying to build everything out for the next LCR summit and get all those things lined up and ready to go. So we can announce that as well. So with all that being said, that's uh, all I had for today, probably a little bit longer than, than, than it needed to be, but I just wanted to go into some more, you know, personal stuff and history, backstory, all that good stuff. I'm always trying to keep it pretty transparent with, with you guys so that you can, you know, see, see, see how I think. And maybe it helps. And, you know, I've gotten some positive feedback from folks in the past where when I kind of talk about things like this or more personal things or, or whatever, um, challenges, stuff like that, it kind of helps, helps them with whatever they're going through and uh, maybe similar or, or just something that resonates with them and helps. So that's, that's what it's all about. Just, just sharing, updating you, like what's going on with, with pot, the podcast summit and other events that I have going on as well as just kind of sharing some, some personal stuff and, 
you know, challenges and, and successes and, and things to, to keep us all motivated and learning and, and growing together. So as always, thank you guys for listening. And thank you to the Toro Company for sponsoring the LCR Media Podcast. And until the next episode, this is the Lawn Care Rookie signing off. This has been an LCR Media and Mr. Producer production. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.